Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So this is once again all the rage, isn't it? We've got everything with MJF, which apparently is a work shoot that a shoot goes into a work. We've got everything with Naomi and Sasha Banks, which apparently is a shoot that turned into a work, but now is a shoot again. And we're all walking around the internet melting down going, workly work, shootly shoot, where's my pie? Really, when you do break it down, it's nothing new in wrestling. And in the past, we have seen very good attempts with this, and we've seen very bad ones. What I'm going to do today is I am going to look at the ones that ruined wrestling and also show you how sometimes they can build wrestling up. What? Why? Here's why. I screwed it up. Right, we'll start with number 10 that brought the whole house down and made us a bunch of sad pandas, and we go to the year 2000, WCW Bash at the Beach. Now, I would do my best to explain this, but I won't be able to do a good job, because even though I've read about it around about 92,768 times, it still doesn't make any sense. But basically, it's meant to be Hulk Hogan versus Jeff Jarrett for the WCW World title. Jeff just laid on the floor. He got Hulk to pin him. Hogan became the champion. Then he walked off going, oh, I can't believe it. This is a bunch of crap. The Hulk stream looked at the camera and was all like, Vince Russo, you crappy booker, I hate you. And then later on, Vince Russo came out there and said that Hulk Hogan was a piece of shib and we were never going to see him again. Now, after the fact, apparently that was never meant to happen, or at least Hulk didn't know, he sued the company. Although Vince Russo was telling the truth, Never saw Hulk Hogan in WCW again. It was such a mess though, because then later on after that, we had Booker T versus Jeff Jarrett for another random WCW title, which Booker T won. It's just like, what is going on? I'm so confused. And some people like to pretend this was high art, but it wasn't. It was just a way to trick the locker room because they hoped that the locker room would then trick the dirt sheets and the dirt sheets would trick the fans. And we would all believe that every single thing we saw happening on World Championship Wrestling was backstage politics falling out in front of the cameras. But it didn't do that. It just made you go, where the hell is my wrestling gone? It's also bad because if you can't trust your employers, you're never going to trust anybody, especially in wrestling, which ties into number nine, the finger poker do. And work shoot may be a little bit strong here, but when you do do your research, there are many reports of Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash trying to act like they did this on their own and they didn't get the approval of the office. So it actually does tie in. And sure, that does tie into WCW in general, but it doesn't mean it wasn't awful. And in case you don't know, we had a big world title match on Nitro, there it is again, between Nash and Hogan. Just when it looked like they were about to fight, Hulk prodded Nash on his chest 
he went down, he got pinned, Hogan was the new WCW champion, and the NWO was back in 1999 when nobody wanted to see the New World Order anymore. What's really horrible though is that every single person in that arena had paid to see a world championship match and instead they got this. Honestly, it would have been better if you said come to Nitro and we'll slap you around the face because at least then you knew you weren't being screwed. And that's no benefit to wrestling. You don't want to piss off your fan base because without them, well, we've seen it go back to the pandemic. Amazingly, we stick with WCW for number eight as well as we go to Goldberg versus Kevin Nash versus Scott Steiner at New Blood Rising. I'm still not over this 22 years later, and basically, I'll do my best once again. Vince Russo decided sports entertainment's crap, wrestling is crap, the only thing people care about is all the bickering going on in the locker room, so I am going to try and put that into a match. So when Kevin Nash was trying to powerbomb Goldberg and Goldberg didn't go up, the commentators said, oh, he's gone off script. He's meant to be powerbombed, but he's not doing it. And then Billy Boy walked away as we all went, oh man, what an unprofessional person. So think of that, let it sit in for a second, especially because it meant every other single match you had seen was utterly worthless because WC was telling you, yes, all of them are fake. It carried on in the ring because Steiner and Kev were all like, oh my gosh, what has happened? And who does this help? Who actually wants to see this? The fans don't want to see it, especially WCW fans. They just wanted to see wrestling. And a casual viewer doesn't care about this. They're just going to go, I don't understand what's going on and eat the controller. They also don't care what's happening behind the curtain because why would they? They're normal folk and they understand. So never watch this and I mean it. And now let's move on to something which actually did blur the lines very well and got everyone to go, what the hell is going on here? As we head to UFC 121 or 121 when The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar had a little bit of a shindig. Now do not forget Brock had just lost his world heavyweight title to Cain Velasquez and he was leaving the octagon when he bumped into the real life Mark Calloway who got in his face and said, you wanna do it? Everyone was then like, well, what does that mean? Now, today we know it was meant to be planting the seeds for a match at WrestleMania. While we did get there years later at WrestleMania 30, we didn't get it at the time because Vince McMahon and Dana White couldn't come to an agreement. But that's why this one was really disappointing. I remember myself doing this. We were all so excited, like, oh, Brock Lesnar's going to come back and fight The Undertaker. And then he didn't. <laughs> like... Well, what was the point of that? And it did serve a good chatter, but you have to have the payoff. And Vince McMahon, of all people, knows this too. Like, he gets really, really pissed off if people start teasing this stuff. Go and watch the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast when Paul Heyman was on there. They just act like Brock Lesnar is about to take on the rattlesnake. And afterwards, McMahon found him and said, stop that. If we can't deliver on something, we're not doing it. Which is actually the opposite for everything we did with number six. Edge, Matt Hardy, and Lita... My word. Now, if you don't know the story, I'll dive into it again, but I'm going to do this mega quick because it's so damn awkward. But basically, Matt Hardy discovered that girlfriend Lita was cheating on him with best friend Edge, and he had a bit of a breakdown because, of course, he did. He's human. Who wouldn't? He also went and did an online tirade, and WWE didn't like that at all. So if you can believe him, they let him go. And honestly, how he dealt with that, I will never understand. The poor man must have ironically been broken. Surprise, surprise, the wrestling community heard about this. So they started going to every single show and going, Hardy, Hardy, to the point the company went, okay, fine. And they rehired him. 
I mean, flub me sideways. This did see Hardy pop up on Raw and Smackdowns where he wasn't supposed to be there. At one point, he even grabbed a mic and went, Ring of Honor. But it was all so damn cool. Because even though deep down in your tum-tum, you knew this wasn't real, you were able to suspend your disbelief. So it really did feel like Matt had lost it and wasn't going to quit. And the only reason we need to go a little bit negative Nancy is one, I don't ever want to see somebody get a push, if we're going to call it that, because they had their heart absolutely destroyed. But also two, when we did get into this feud and they had their first match, for some reason, WWE decided, okay, here we have this sympathetic baby face. What we should do is we should have the guy who just screwed him over beat him to a pulp so the referee calls off the match. So they basically got it the wrong way around. And I remember face palming thinking, what on earth? Why did we choose to go in that direction? And it's very important to know that in 2022, all parties have moved on from this. And that's all that really matters. I do get that Adam Copeland used this to become one of the biggest heels in the company. <laughs> but what a strange work shoot. What did it do to Matt Hardy? He got cheated on and then he got punched in. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So let us breathe some more positivity back into the situation and move on to number five, and that awesome Joey Styles shoot promo. Another incident that didn't have any payoff, which is why it does have the asterisk next to it, Styles was given a microphone in 2006 and told, you can go out there and say whatever you want. The long recognized voice of ECW did this too and told us how WWE was treating him like crap, including replacing him at WrestleMania with Jim Ross, even though it was Joey Styles who had replaced Jim Ross because WWE didn't want to use Jim Ross anymore. I know, I know, just let it pass you by. He also ended it by telling us he quit, so hot damn, this was fire. But yeah, do you, do you know what the idea behind this was? Because I don't. It didn't go anywhere. And this is one of the reasons for this list. I love a work shoot. It gets me so damn excited. But if it doesn't draw in more fans or it doesn't light a fire under a certain story, 
then you're doing it just for the sake of doing it. And you have to be careful with these, because if you do do too many, you run them into the ground, and then nobody believes anything anymore. So basically, sometimes promotions use it as a get out of jail free card, or, oh no, we're in a bit of a narrative rut, why don't we do something? Like when the McMahons and Triple H came out and said, we know the show is rubbish. We all bought it for a day and it was the same old chip. And we can do the same thing as we move on to number four when we look at Paul Heyman in 2001 where he was given the same carte blanche as Joey Styles. Vince McMahon gave him a microphone and said, look, we're trying to do an invasion storyline here. You were the former owner of ECW. You can say whatever you want about me and you can say whatever you want about WWE. It was so damn cool because Heyman really went in here, including all the people that Vince McMahon had screwed over in the past. And as promised, Vince did not say anything back so by the end of this, you were like, oh my gosh, I've just seen a visual killing. But the aftermath excitement was all about how Paul Heyman is going to have a position of power and Paul Heyman is going to do this and Paul Heyman is going to do that. But actually, no, a few years down the line, ECW got rebranded and Vince McMahon and Mr. Heyman fell out so badly, Paul left the company in 2006 and it was so bad, thought he would never return. And the only reason he did is because Brock Lesnar came back and said, get me Heyman. Now, look, I'm all for this stuff every single time because, again, it lights me up like a Christmas tree. But I do totally get it, too. I understand where people are coming from. You've got to think of the long term. Sometimes I don't think we are. Which is why, in many ways, when we get to number three, Brian Pillman was the best. Because while I don't think it spiked ratings or turned anything around, it did make one person a hell of a lot of money and turn them into a star that we still talk about in 2022. And of course, that was Brian Pillman. Who else would I be talking about? So it's hard to argue that it wasn't a success because in a pre-internet era, everybody was like, well, what the hell is wrong with Brian? Because if you don't know, he was able to work WCW and Eric Bischoff, I suppose is the best way to put it, into giving him a release because he was going to go out there on the indies and make a name for himself before he came back. But he didn't. Instead, he broke into some conference where Vince McMahon was, convinced him to hire him for a buttload of cash. I mean, you need to go and read about this because it's crazy. So he has become the poster boy for this kind of behavior, right down to the fact that Maxwell Jacob Friedman did something similar recently, and everybody started going, is he the brand new Brian Pillman? As far as I'm concerned, that's a massive pat on the back. I mean, all of wrestling is recycled anyway, so why not use this stuff too? And I actually think with this one, that we can move it out of the ruined wrestling column and move it into the made wrestling column, especially if MGF can take this ball and run with it. I mean, I'm always looking for updates on the story, because I'm an idiot and a nerd. If you do want to bring that back down to earth, though, I'm now going to talk about one of my favorite moments in all of pro wrestling, which makes no sense, the pipe bomb. Today, some individuals like to pretend this was overhyped, but man, you have just made that up after the fact. And I know it didn't turn ratings into Attitude Era within a week, but it definitely got more people interested because I remember back in 2011, all my Laps fans started texting me because they felt the buzz. CM Punk also delivered all of this perfectly and he told it exactly how he felt about the company and why he felt they weren't doing anybody a service. And if you're wondering to yourself, well, why was he allowed to do this? It's because WWE actually thought this would get him booed. I'm not joking. It did it for obvious reasons and everybody loved it. And the only reason I'm putting it in here is because this should have been the catalyst and this should have been the platform for turning Punk into the biggest star ever. And we did an okay job, but we should not be saying okay. Because let's not muck around here. The summer of Punk in 2011 is just marred by everything with Kevin Nash, everything Alberto Del Rio, and everything with Triple H. If we had just started to treat him like a John Cena, I tell you, he would have become a super duper Mega Man. And everyone likes Mega Man, it's a great video game. So basically we just made it such hard work, which we didn't need to. And now let's move on to number one, which has got to be the best work shoot in history. 
Andy Kaufman. You're best off doing some proper research with this one, but basically Andy Kaufman was a mainstream star who not only totally got professional wrestling, but loved professional wrestling, so decided, hey ho, I'm gonna be a professional wrestler. Feuding with Jerry the King Lawler down in Memphis, his gimmick at first was that he would beat up women and say that he could beat up any female on the planet. And of course, because it was Andy Kaufman, and this was way back when, people thought this was serious and they wanted to kill the guy. It's when Lawler got involved and, yes, tried to murder him because he gave him a pile driver and Kaufman sold this like he had broken his neck and eventually went on the David Letterman show. And even there, they were working people because Jerry Lawler slapped Andy Kaufman so hard he fell on the floor. Kaufman was all like, I'm going to sue you. And for years, Letterman thought this was real. Go watch the interview when he finds out he's not, he's not happy. This actually increased numbers and increased intrigue too, so it was absolutely brilliant. And the only downside I can think of is that it happened in 1982 and has never been bettered. Too much has changed is the real problem, but that's why MJF has to be commended just a little bit. Because once again, we're all on tenterhooks here and not even the reporters know what's going on. And that's why you got to give it a couple of thumbs up. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.